You're listening to Welcome to Fresh Creatives, where we build stories from your ideas. Hey everyone, welcome back to Fresh Creatives, a podcast about creating fresh stories from scratch. My name is Marvin Yeh. Uh, today I have a special guest host. Sitting in for uh, my absent co-host Tony and Jess is my good friend Han. Han Nguyen, how's it going? Hi, good. I'm excited to be here. This is such an interesting podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's one of the few creative things that I do, but it's always a lot of fun and apparently I've been getting more people listening to it, or at least our numbers have been going up, so... Somehow, someone's finding this podcast, listening to our like dumb ideas come to life. Well, then, uh, <laughs> does that mean in like a few months we'll see these come out as scripts or as pilot ideas? I or? hope so. Like for me, it's definitely if I can see any of our Sundance. ideas <laughs> become like even like a web short or something, mm-hmm. like I will be extremely happy. Even if it makes a ton of money, I don't see any of it. I'll be like, that came from my brain. Yeah, no, I like (laughs) hearing them too because it's like, even if it's just a kernel of an idea, but also just the process of hearing the creativity come together is fun. Yeah. And it's inspiring. (laughs) So yeah, uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, the way this podcast works is um, Han and I will be creating, I guess, treatments Mm -hmm. based off of story prompts that we generate. Um, either from our audience or from a random story generator. Um, And since we don't have any new submitted ideas, we're going to (laughs) go with the generator today. As always, we're using the storyshack.com story generator, which will give us a genre, character, material sentence, and bonus. So we'll be pitching ideas on three prompts and choosing one to develop further. Um, I'm glad that you've listened to a couple episodes. Han is great because she listens to my my dumb podcasts and... (laughs) Seems to enjoy them, so I always enjoy having her around. And I usually listen from the very beginning, so oh, I no. will go back and listen to how actually the podcast has developed. Thank you. <laughs> That's probably where I've gotten all my listen numbers from. <laughs> from <on. laughs> all right. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So our first uh, story prompt is an adventure story uh, featuring a wallflower, um, a mysterious liquid, and a bonus contribution is uh, your character has just met the love of his or her life. Fascinating. Mm. I like that it's um, an adventure with a wallflower because mm-hmm. it gives you the idea that it they're like they're, they might be a maybe they're like an intrepid adventurer, but just really bad in social situations. Like so they're super that. badass, like a, a mm-hmm. like a. The rock type of character who mm-hmm. just doesn't know how to talk to people. Think of like maybe like a not charismatic The Rock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what he was trying to be in that movie where he wore the fanny pack, right? Where he was kind of like behind the times. It was the um, Kevin Hart. Um, oh right, right, right. Like with. a central uh, central, central intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean he wasn't anti-social, but he definitely wasn't like within the times. That's true. Yeah, he's behind the times. But um, or maybe like I don't know what, what jumps out to you. Well, it was interesting because when you said adventure and then wallflower, I immediately didn't take it as the figurative. Um, meaning of wallflower, which is a person who's kind of like shy and retiring and doesn't really, you know, like they hug the walls at uh-huh. dances, right? Right, right. Instead, I was thinking 
flowered wallpaper. And so in a way, I was thinking of a person who like somehow makes it goes on an adventure in flowered wallpaper somehow magically like and you said a mysterious liquid so I was like well maybe he or she drinks something and it magically somehow transports them or or shrinks them down into this crazy wallpaper like let's say their grandparent had because sometimes you have you ever gone to like your grandparents or some old person's house and they have the craziest like paintings or photos or wallpaper sometimes it's creepy and then you kind of make up your ideas from that when you're a kid because your imagination is right so kind of like a lion witch wardrobe where like this mysterious old house has is actually a portal to yeah and it can it can be that and then also maybe the actual let's say wallpaper itself is can be um, affected and that can affect the world. Like let's say if someone's trying to steam it off or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, then that can destroy the world and things like that. So, I mean, there might be an environmental issue here. But yeah, I I don't know why, but that was exactly the image I had in my head when you said that. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. So totally two different ideas. Yeah. They're both viable, I feel. Um, <laughs> well, let's explore yeah. yours a little more. So okay. what would this wallpaper world be like? like is it? Well, is, I did think of it as very floral and very rich with plants. So I'm thinking the actual, it would be almost like a tropical jungle. Oh, okay. Um, so therefore, many uh, animals and creatures lurk within sounds, and um, they could be evil. They could be good, um, magical too. So if we're talking like tropical, it could be perhaps somewhere in, you know, down in South America or in Asia, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, right, uh, right. which would make sense for us. And and I like that idea because that could bring in animals that are native to that region. Right. So what would, I guess, what would the adventure be? Like, what what type of adventure would this be? Would it be like, are they trying to get home or are they on a quest? Well, or? I, I like, I still like the figurative idea of a wallflower. So I think it has something to do with that person getting bravery or testing their bravery, coming into their own, finding their voice, right. um, whatever that is. So the test can be perhaps physical but it might be metaphorical mm. also it could be an actual quest yeah um to get something or find something i think maybe you perhaps find an animal um i like animals a lot <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I like zoology i i think anything i write is going to have to have something <laughs> like animals in there right yeah. And somewhere in this magical world they find the love of their life right so probably oh, yeah. a prince or princess yeah. or Maybe like a fellow adventurer or... I like that idea. Um, Maybe the person who created... I don't know why I just thought of a curse. But like, who? (laughs) you know, I like it when there's a flip where you don't expect something. It could be a twist. Um, Like, for example, I think one of the original um, L. Frank Baum Oz books, uh, one of the characters is a boy. And then only later did you realize that magically it was actually a girl but was hidden in plain sight as a boy of course this now in the modern you know times we're like looking at it and it's like is this a trans tale or what or uh, we don't understand or is this just metaphoric about how some people have to hide their you know gender identity but um yeah so i like the idea of like perhaps 
whoever they love isn't going to be straightforward. It could be someone who is an antagonist mm. or it could be someone who was outside of the realm of like the activity and like did the magical thing. Maybe they made the potion. Maybe, right. You know. So it's not like a love at first sight type of thing, but yeah. it's like the maybe the point of the journey is that they realize that they fall in love, I guess. Yes. Well, because... Uh, you know, I have a I have a lot of ideas about like like prejudices against like certain love stories, uh-huh. and definitely love at first sight kind of angers me a lot because of the whole well first sight. So like, what is it? Superficial? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get the idea of the chemical meant to be stuff, and that in itself is fine. Um, it's it's interesting to test the whole free will. Like, if you're meant for this one person, then is no one else. Right. Available, which is a very... It's just not how the world works. No, it's a very dangerous story to put out there. I think uh, people should know that you can find one more person (laughs) (laughs) after something doesn't work out. Um, But yeah, so I like the idea of it being a person that maybe they hadn't considered at first. And just like anything else, you have to get to know someone. So maybe through trials or stuff like that or having to be stuck with them. Um, realizing their better qualities or that they sort of like mesh together in some way. Um, it could be a three-story arc. So it could be their love of their life in the first, but they don't know it, mm, you know. And yeah. so they're just like begrudgingly like having to do this adventure together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's our first one. The wall, the wallpaper <laughs> adventure. Wait, what was the bonus thing? I forgot. <laughs> they met their oh, the love of okay. their life. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Our second one is okay. This one's also an adventure. Mm. Um, starring, we can do different adventures. Yeah, yeah, starring an old man in love. Ooh, um, he's already in love. Yeah. Okay. It involves a bottle of champagne, mm. and the character is imprisoned. Wow, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I like this problem because it's actually really challenging. I think. Yeah. Um, I like. That. How can you go on? Yeah. How can you go on an adventure when you're in prison? Well, then I think it definitely has to be either somewhat terrestrial or perhaps an adventure of growth. I guess. Mm. Um, or it could be something similar to this, where it's like a storytelling adventure that he's trying to figure out, like. Um, uh, well, like, because when you're in prison, what do a lot of people do? They either get buff or they write a book. Right. So that's what I was thinking. It's like one of those two things. Well, I mean, you could, if you're lucky, you can go and learn a skill. Some places teach Maybe. you something. So any of those things could be considered an adventure, perhaps. Well, it's an adventure. Also, well, in prison might also mean that they're just in captivity, right? They maybe oh, they're what if a prison of their own mind. Oh. <laughs> So like an Inception type of thing. <laughs> right. Maybe like a metaphysical, like it's like Shawshank Redemption, but like Ooh. in a mind prison. Uh, the Shawshank Inception. Ooh, <laughs> I like Shawshank Inception. So maybe they're in this like, so, maybe he's in, what's well, an old man in love. So maybe, maybe he's, okay. Hmm. So maybe he's in love, but... Or he thinks he's in love. Mm. And that is creating this prison for him because he's trapped. Um, and uh, and I'm trying to figure out how this part comes in. But there's something about the champagne that I feel like, you know how champagne creates this huge pressure uh-huh. until like 
bursts out, the cork bursts out. Right. Somehow that's how he escapes his prison. Oh, I don't know how or whatever. Maybe the tensions <laughs> have to boil up. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is getting it, a it's Shawshank Inception. Yeah, so, so it's sleep, it's, all, it's all dreams. Yeah, it's all like subject. Not sub- it's it's all symbolism, right? Yeah, it's all yeah. it's all. Um, this is this is this is very avant garde. This is gonna be kind of surreal stuff, right? Um, you would get like uh, if it's a movie, Michelle Gondry, or actually, this would be a great music video. I feel mm. because it's so conceptual that even like the narrative can be sort of like barely there, right? But you can tell the story, and it doesn't have to make too much sense, right? Yeah, I mean, it's an old man in love, so maybe it's like a lifetime of unrequited love, or. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure, so that's probably what he's searching oh, for. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. He's, okay. he's searching. He's made okay. Like <laughs> I, I, but I don't want to be like he's actually in hospice care and he's like in a coma, no, right? No, we don't I, want that. I, I think yeah. that's also a trope that, like, because his outer existence is so sad that he's inside. He has to. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really like that either. I think it's also kind of like a gotcha. Yeah. Sort of thing, storytelling device. Like it was a dream the whole time, but I don't mind being in a dream yeah. if it's. Or maybe it's story. someone else's dream. So it's kind oh. of like the um was was that um Jennifer Lopez movie? Um, the Cell? Yeah, 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 the Cell. <laughs> Wasn't that where she goes into like someone else's That's dream? That's kind of cool. I like that. And um that that reminds me of certain like Twilight Zone episodes and other stuff where like someone else's brain is controlling the reality. Right. Um and so, yeah. And I also like this idea of like like, you know how adventure stories, it's always, like, a strapping, like, mm-hmm. adventure dude. But, like, you don't, like, like, it's, like, an older guy, mm-hmm. right? Being but but I also adventure. wonder, what does older mean? Like, these days, I feel like older is not what it used to be. It, it's it's shifted. Because it used to be, like, even older. I remember in, uh, I think when you think about Golden Girls, mm. like, Blanche Rue McClanahan was supposed to only be in her 40s. And I was like, why right. is she with them? I was like, that's like vibrant now. Um, I, so says the 40 something year old person. I mean, um, it's just because <laughs> yeah. she but looked older. But right? it's a society, though. It's also expectations. And um, and so I'm like, now, so if this guy is older, what is he, 70? Mm. Is he like the guy from Up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, who also went on an adventure. In in the mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's something. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more. Okay. Let me find a good one. All right. This one is a suspense mm. story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character is a frustrated waitress. <laughs> it involves a coin. Mm. And uh, the bonus sentence is, there is no time. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Uh, you start. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. There is no time would suggest there's some sort of time limit, right? There's something that this waitress needs to accomplish um, in a short amount of time or w- within a certain amount of time. Hence the suspense. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should um, we should probably define what type of a suspense this is, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it was funny because when you said suspense immediately, I was like, dystopian. And then you said waitress. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> dystopian waitress. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose there could be a society that has that. But uh, it doesn't have to be dystopian. But I ca- still like that idea because actually even when you said there is no time, I was like, does the concept of time not exist? Oh. Or is the fourth dimension like all wacky right now? <laughs> 
Um, so but, we're jumping straight into genre. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if we are going to go dystopian, then I think that would be it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I like the idea of if time itself, something's weird with time. Like, maybe she has to fix it. Right. And then, um, and but I like the idea that it's a waitress. It's someone who's like hardworking, regular person that, you know, people don't usually think of as heroic. And But it's something about her, like, that makes it easy for her to access something or, uh, I don't know, move around undetected or something like that. Um, I don't yeah. know where the coin comes in, though. Hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe the coin is important to the, the story somehow, like with time. Like, oh, sure. Okay. So if time is somehow disrupted or if there's no time, then, she, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is like, this is a, I like painting myself like, into a corner. I know <laughs> this, is, this is like, a. uh, so this means her shift is forever. <laughs> oh, so maybe. When so we're talking about some like dark, like dark city, like type yeah, of story, yeah. right? Where it's like, and it's all up to her. Like maybe s- for some reason she got overlooked because she's a waitress, uh-huh. and um, and so they're off doing their thing because there's no time. So maybe they're like robbing everything and they're breaking other people out of prison and whatever. Right. Um, so in the meantime, she has to do something, something maybe that has to do with a coin. Um, maybe I don't know. Well- I want to go down towards this, like, mm-hmm. like a dark city, like, yes. metaphysical type of thing where it's like, okay, it's a waitress, so it's like working like a mundane mm-hmm. job, yes. right? And the suspense would be something's a little off about this place, right? right? Hence, the, like, the dystopian feel of it. Mm-hmm. So it might look like, let's say, like, maybe like mid 90s, like, diner. Yeah, okay. Uh, but there's this sense that, like, something's off. Mm. And maybe the coin is what starts it off, right? Maybe the mm-hmm. coin is left there by like one of these like fourth dimensional beings or something. I like that. Right. And then and the then, coin is off, perhaps, yeah. or is it just something from their realm? Well, yeah. yeah, maybe it's something. Maybe it's like it's like a, the totem from like going back mm-hmm. to Inception, like something that like <laughs> represents their control over this okay. metaphysical space. Um, I'm, we're pr- I'm pretty much just re- redoing Dark City right now. <laughs> right, but, um, no, but I kind of, I don't know. I really like the anchoring thing of this waitress. And I think that is something that can make this special because, uh, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, we don't see that many waitresses in, well, I don't want to say sci-fi stories, but or anything like that. I you mean, know, Terminator. I mean, <laughs> sure, I guess. And I guess if you want to talk about True Blood, she was a waitress. So maybe I should back, the, back that. <laughs> I think uh, it's a good, like, it's a good, mm-hmm. it's it's a good, like, every mm-hmm. every woman. Or it's a good, like, every man type of, yeah. or every, like, every like person. basic mm-hmm. starting job, point. Yeah, right? it's a job that almost anyone could have had. Like, I, yeah. I didn't just because I knew I was clumsy. <laughs> um, but I did start out in the movie theater. But, um, mm. yeah, so everyone can, like, retail. Usually you yeah. can figure out something like that. So, um, and I think it's uh, putting up, you know, maybe, like, a waitress also is very good at reading people. Right. And so, like, whoever, like, left this tip, perhaps it's a coin as a tip. Oh, maybe it's a tip. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, ah, rah, rah, you know, grumbling because it's a horrible tip. And then she looks at the coin and that's where it all starts. Oh, okay. 
whatever the coin is. Whatever the coin is. What is the coin? <laughs> well, I do like the idea that that is a somehow like connected to whatever I think is happening with time or from their dimension or whatever it is. So. Maybe when you when you use the coin, it mm-hmm. it turns into something. Mm, okay. Or maybe it does something with time or um, she's, I don't know. You flip it. And <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's um, it's whenever or does she use it to scratch off something <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like a monkey's paw thing where uh, whenever they're met with a with mm-hmm. a choice or like two outcomes flipping the coin will like mm-hmm. create a certain outcome yeah um so it's kind of like with consequences yes. right maybe it's kind of like a um <laughs> a thing where a thing where uh, maybe they're stuck in like some sort of matrix like mm. uh, world where the coin is pretty much like a master override mm, okay <laughs> i like that and then hmm. the wachowskis can come in yeah i feel like we just did the entire thing yeah yeah i'm good with that <laughs> <laughs> um i mean any of any of our, the three jump out to you should, should we try to do one more interesting um it was funny because i was like all of these kind of have gone to different places that i didn't expect i was like what if they're all related no um, <laughs> <laughs> to review the first one is the wallpaper wallflower adventure mm-hmm. yeah we got the old man in love shawshank inception mm-hmm. and then we have the um Time <laughs> I love traveling coin waitress. Yeah, I love the name Shawshank Inception, even though I'm praising myself. <laughs> um, but you know what? I actually still like the first one. The and first I think one? it's because it gives me a very visual element and yeah. and the idea that there is this world we can create. And I think right. creating a world is interesting. World building is interesting. I mean, I, I, I think it comes because like, I don't know if you've done this as a child, but sometimes... Mm-hmm. Like, because I play a lot of video games, mm-hmm. right? So if I see like an interesting pattern on the wallpaper, mm-hmm. I imagine a like a Mario type character jumping mm-hmm. through the wallpaper. So kind of something like that. That's exactly like, yeah. Stick, like see that. sticks out to me. Okay, so let's explore that. Okay. So this is a story about a let's say a kid. Let's let's yeah. I want to say it's like a YA type of adventure. Sure. Right. Sure. Uh, I like YA. Um, or should it be like a kid? It could be either. Um, I definitely young is is I think important. Um, because they're I think more. Oh, but would they have to fall in love? Or meet the well, love of their life. I mean, they would meet they the love of their life. They don't right, have right. to fall in love. Exactly. Right? Yes. You don't have to move on that. You don't have to get married. I mean. <laughs> They don't have to know they've been to love their right, life. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just talking about this with a friend of mine. So, um, yeah, okay. So, uh, I mean, I, I do still like the idea of, um, like, adolescence and, like, teenagehood or YA. So that can also open things up. Like, if, you know, we do our trilogy. Right. <laughs> they can right. get older and eventually whatever their love of their life then will come into play a bit more. Obviously, part one is how they want to get home. Right, that's sure. that's the adventure. Mm-hmm. Right, they can't get home until they meet these certain requirements. Mm-hmm. And part two would be we have to go back, yeah. or it, or the world follows them into. Well, right? uh, yeah, um, something follows them into the world, or the uh, part two could be something like the person who is the love of the life, maybe is in that world and then uh, needs them. Yeah, and so they're like, you have to come back, right. But I, I like the idea because it reminds me a lot also of like never ending story mm-hmm. or those like those really cool like kids adventure movies that that I grew up yeah. watching, right? 
I, I mean, I enjoy those. And I think it's because a lot of times it allows the kid to be the hero in a way that's like very physical mm-hmm. um, and maybe even outsmart like uh, what was the labyrinth? Yeah. You know, there's like some smarts going on there um, and prove themselves. And then also in it creates self-confidence um, and maybe identity with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I like that type of thing. Yeah. Mm. So, so this kid, um, <laughs> how do they end up in the wallpaper world? Well, I think that's the way the liquid, uh, the mysterious liquid, the comes mysterious in. liquid, right? So either, I, I mean, it could be since this is a magic, um, it could work in a different number of ways. Either uh, this person, uh, do we need a gender? I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm okay with yeah. not not keeping it. You can just general. Um, they yeah so uh, they drink I could they could either drink something which is sort of a callback to Alice in Wonderland um, or it I also kind of see something like maybe getting splashed with this liquid or falling into the liquid perhaps mm. um, that ends up being them falling into whatever the po- the, the pond is in the picture or right something like that. right right yeah um uh, or maybe unless it's what what if it's like even waves on a shore and then all of a sudden they're like why is my bedroom wet? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the liquid could be many things. Um, I think you just need to decide which. Yeah, like they, either they drink something or they fall into something, and but, and it should be key to that. Like maybe that's how they get in and out. Yeah. Um, and so maybe part two would be trying to figure out how to reactivate that again if it's like something they drink they need to get more of it if it's um the the something they fall into they're like well why is it like now solid and i can't get in yeah you know so okay and then they end up in this this magical world Mm -hmm. and i guess so they have to be tasked with... Um, well, since they're a wallflower, yeah. they have to be tasked with something that will make them less so, perhaps. Maybe. Or or maybe even embrace that and like realize that maybe you don't have to be the talkative whatever person to have their strength. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying too many things here, but I keep wanting the liquid to somehow be tied in with that because it has to come for full circle somehow, I feel. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know what that could be. Like maybe it requires at the end, like doing a high dive into the. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe that might be too literal, uh, but uh, too pat. But yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe as they emerge in the the, the wallpaper world, uh, or uh, as they emerge into the new world, mm-hmm. they're they're swept away from the this mm-hmm. this portal pond, mm-hmm. and they have to find their way back to it somehow. Yeah, like either by following the river. Or like going upstream, mm-hmm. maybe when they arrive in the world, yeah. So maybe yeah, when they arrive in the world, maybe they're knocked out somehow or they're unconscious, mm-hmm. right? So they don't exactly know how far they've drifted mm-hmm. or how far downstream they are from where they came in from. So that's the quest is like to trace, retrace the the stream back to where they came in from, because maybe the, the the wallpaper is like. Maybe the wallpaper is like a bunch of like rivers. Interesting. Or something, right? Yeah. Um, because I was also trying to think of why is this wallpaper a portal? Like mm-hmm. why is it? And I and I keep coming back to like this being in their like grandparents' house or something. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, what if this wallpaper is actually like 
kind of like a mural, but maybe or just a painted wallpaper that one of the grandparents did. Yeah. And so they've actually been there. And so this is a real world. It just happens that in creating this mural, this wallpaper, whatever it has created, um, that that's like to sort of always have access to this place. But then when the grandparent dies or something like that, yeah, like, I mean, that, that's why they're at the house. Yeah, right? that they're... that that concept's been lost. The parents don't know anything about yeah. it. They're, they think their kid's crazy. So, <laughs> um, so in it besides maybe the love of their life like they it will also come back to maybe f- finding some sort of connection with this grandparent who that they lost and maybe the grandparent was just yeah. like them like wallflowerish their grandparent is like legendary or they're, it's like a folk hero yeah that from from this, that world yeah in this world yeah yeah i like that um and, and uh whoever the love of their life knows that legend <laughs> <laughs> and maybe holds the key to like whatever it is that they need to you know come to terms with yeah um i mean obviously or i i guess the um the love of their life would be the their companion during this this Mm -hmm. journey yes um but they would they would be introduced as like a foil right Mm -hmm. so maybe while the the main character the hero is more shy and Mm -hmm. reserved um the the companion is more outspoken loquacious kind of annoying maybe yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah or or maybe someone who talks so much that sometimes they you can't tell what they're about Mm -hmm. like they're maybe always on very public facing uh, maybe a jester type of person Mm -hmm. who's you know the class clown um and so this person also um underestimates the love of their life because of that or hates them or whatever's annoying. Yeah. All of those things. Um, <laughs> Is but this then, like a frenemy yeah, and, and, and lover type of situation? And then in that way also that person has growth. Right. Because they realize that they don't always have to put up this front always whatever but at the same time that is still them they're not going to change i don't mm-hmm. i don't like that idea of like per- a person changing for someone else so this wallpaper world is mm-hmm. it is it like a fully fleshed out like landscape or does it all just look like one like does it look like the wallpaper do i think? think i think the wallpaper is the snapshot of like one part of the land okay and then the deeper they go you just can't see it because mm-hmm. it's like off the horizon um, maybe someone else in another house has painted another portion. Mm. Um, maybe there's a whole society of these people of that generation who did that. Maybe not. I mean, but <laughs> that'll be that, the second movie. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say that's, that's it's like just getting a little complicated here. Yeah, but um, yeah, and you know, so the liquid also could be some sort of paint. So what? <laughs> so let's figure out who, what, what the I guess what the stakes are. Right? Obviously, the stakes. Okay. The 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 hero's trying to get home. Somehow, mm-hmm. but is there an antagonist? Is there like a like an evil wizard type person, or like there should be? I feel like maybe even not a person, but maybe a state, like mm-hmm. of the like maybe this world needs it, be- this person because something's going on with the world, right? Um, environmentally, uh, uh, there's no time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, something's going on that needs to be that gotten upset, and um, this person needs to write it, mm. perhaps. And it was something that maybe the grandparent had handled, and it was supposed to be handed down, but you know, um, died. And yeah. so, yeah, 
I, I, yeah. It could be like a. <laughs> I mean, is this is this whole thing a metaphor for something? Sure, or? it always is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're at maybe they're at the grandparents' house because it's been like the grandparent might, might have just mm-hmm. passed away, right? And so maybe their their parent, uh, mother or father, inherited the house, and so they're there to like clean it up so they can sell mm-hmm. it, maybe yeah. or. Um, I actually also like the idea of this person in this world and the person who's the love of their life um, that in order to save whatever it is, it has to be um, a true alliance. Mm-hmm. So they have to be friends. They have to be whatever. It doesn't mean they have to be lovers, especially if they're young. Right. But like there has to be a true alliance and that's why a person is needed from this world. Mm-hmm. And it's been something that's been handed down. So um, and in them getting to know each other that it, I also am trying to figure out how in a way that they both have to figure it out because if it's just written in a book, they'll be just like, Hey, we're supposed to be friends. Okay. Easy. Right. So um, it has to maybe come from a true place. Um, I mean, this gets a little bit hokey, like eh, the bonds of friendship and love conquers all, but I mean, in it's, a way, it's an adventure. Yeah. Right? They, but they both might have to do something to cooperate, to make sure this happens. Uh, so it could be an adventure in that way. Um, that only with people from each world can th- something be accomplished um, mm. with the blood or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like, yeah, kids with blood oaths and blood stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe it's, uh, um, I mean, so I, mean, I, I don't think, so I don't, I don't necessarily think I want the climax to be that the kid overcomes their wallflower. No, I don't right? think they come. Uh, right. No, they because should. We don't also want. We don't, we don't want that to be the message. We're like, no, you should be more outgoing no. to no. solve life's problems. No, they right? can. I think it would be twofold. One would be a like maybe here is why you're a wallflower, and just sort of coming to a realization of um, like the fears and whatever or upbringing, but then also just realizing that like you know it's fine to not be out there and all that whatever um and just be yourself um and it might even be the asset that helps uh maybe something (laughs) they solve the problem in the climax of the movie Mm. when the hero like kind of points something out that they notice yeah well like or what if like the hero is just very good at blending in Mm. and therefore there there's a challenge where they have to like infiltrate something or um camouflage or something like that and or and and of someone who's on the sidelines often is a good observer Mm -hmm. and with this knowledge is able to do that and that is one of the tasks because it's like i like I like the whole adventure task of like actually a physical insurmountable thing that you do. But also I like the ones that so it could be a multiple set of tasks. Um, One where you have to like kind of pass through this court or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. And because of the powers of observation and human psychology, this person is able to do that. Whereas the loud, talky, clowny one can't. Yeah, maybe it's. Yeah, because they. They miss the details. Yeah, they, and so that's how both yeah. of them can contribute in with various yeah. tasks, and then that's how collaboration works. Yeah, like the, the the lesson is that imposing your will on problems isn't the only way to solve. Yeah, all all yeah. of them. 
It's always interesting to have someone, not just an unsung hero or someone who's just a surprise, but I mean, who they don't even see themselves yeah. as heroic. And I like that sort of turnabout. And and maybe even like the outgoing one will realize that like getting help is necessary and can't do it all themselves. Yeah. But it's also like looking at things like the way people, some some people who are athletic, who have natural ability, don't have to think about it. Um, and I do think sometimes, like, I will overthink the way, like, oh, my God, how do you put together this dance step? Okay, slow it down. Okay, <laughs> break it down. And um, yeah. But in some ways, in those action scenes, that person can, can do both. They right. will find out that they have some sort of, like, innate ability to just react. But then also to reflect on what they did. And, and why this worked and doesn't work and things like that. So, you know, it, it, the strength can come out in different ways. Um, right. And so, I yeah, I guess um, as we get to the climax, I mean, the ultimate trial will be something that can't be solved with, like, rash bravado. Right. And right? I think this is where also collaboration, I do believe, has to come in. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the thing where... That is something that they're not going to have to like change about themselves, but realize that they've been afraid and holding themselves back. With. Yeah. So, so what's coming to me right now is mm-hmm. like this last scene where they have to like get through this big trial that mm-hmm. is actually a very like a complex problem to solve that requires, like you said, collaboration requires mm-hmm. teamwork, and so like we don't have to go into detail but throughout this adventure they've been gathering allies and companions mm-hmm. right because that's how these these adventures work it comes to the point where like to to solve this last trial they they realize that they have to count on the hero the kid mm-hmm. to come up with like the master plan and yeah. all of these people who are really good at what they do are relying on the coordination from the hero okay so what I see it is kind of like this mm-hmm. the the antagonist doesn't can be an evil person, and that's fine. But what if they don't vanquish this person, like just by killing them or anything like that? Mm-hmm. But I see it. We're talking about this elaborate plan that also builds off of everything that they've learned about themselves and their strengths and weaknesses of each team member too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I kind of see it as a real time um, in during an event heist. Uh huh. So, like, let's say at a dinner or at a grand event where this the antagonist is, has a big thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an election. Mm. Um, whatever it is. And so they they have to now with all the things that they've learned, you know, mobilize and then do all these things in conjunction, timing, blah, 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 in order to foil the thing that the, the person's about to do to humiliate them. I don't know. Um ruin their souffle, whatever it is. (laughs) But I do see this as being very public. And that's where um, the the hero's strength comes in as far as being able to realize and see everything at once. And and so they can be just as active as everyone else, but they also were like, you have to do this at this time, on my mark, whatever. Um, and then in the moment, there's going to be something that happens. They're like, oh, no, abort that. Let's do this instead. Right. Because it's quick on their feet. Um, so and then in the end, maybe the thing that they do instead is 
what the hero has to do. So, and it could be something small, like crawling under something, whatever it is. But it, it's something that's not necessarily big and showy. And in the end, they might not be even like lauded as heroes. They might not be showy, but the what it is, is it stopped the thing that was supposed to stop. Or, <laughs> or uh, but I like the public aspect of it. Um, it makes things harder. Um, but, uh, right. yeah. So, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, you're like it's the opposite of what you're thinking probably yeah, well, which is cli- fine yeah because I'm trying to connect so how does that how does doing that public thing lead to the hero coming back home um well okay we haven't like 100% figured out the magical aspects of <laughs> yeah. even getting there yet like if, if it's falling in liquid but maybe if it has to do with the river um mm-hmm. uh getting access back uh, being able to what if the only way they could do that is to help this person like their their friend um, and, and, and because they have access to the only things um, whatever that is <laughs> to get back or it's because it requires that many people to work something yeah uh, so it ends with the goodbye and then the kid ends up back home. And yeah, and they have to right. do the thing back home where the parents realize like, oh, maybe the kid's not a, you know, like totally whatever. So the <laughs> kid has to show that this is what I learned about myself. Right. And then do something about it. Um, and that can be really quick and easy. That I mean, whether it's the YouTube thing, whether it's the I'm going to build sets for like the play at school, whatever it mm. is, um, it w- that's like a quick you know, visual thing that you can show and that like the parents are like relaxed, maybe enjoying the thing that they're doing. But uh yeah. So what do we call this story? Mm, wallflower. Wall- wallflower. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're probably uh, I mean there's already confessions of a wallflower or whatever, but I, I like that. Um it could be playing off of wallflower. Uh yeah. Okay. Wallflower. Mm-hmm. The story of a kid who falls into the wallflower adventures, the or wallflower. something like that. <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, uh, an irony there. You're like, how can a wallflower have adventures? Yeah. Um, the wallflower hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The wallflower adventures. <laughs> uh, story where a kid falls into a world within their wallpaper. Yeah. And finds and learns about themselves. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and we haven't like gone into the details, but I definitely like magical creatures, magical people, maybe the way they speak is weird. I like all those details would have to be worked out, but I like yeah. the, I like the basic structure and things need to be tweaked, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Han, thanks for joining me for this episode and <laughs> creating this the beginnings of this story. <laughs> Yeah, this um, is this is an interesting exercise. Yeah, uh, thanks to everyone for tuning in um, and listening to us make up this story. Before we go, I just wanted to thank the Potluck Podcast Collective for uh, being our home in this world of podcasting. You can learn more about our fellow podcasts by going to their website at podcastpotluck.com. Uh, and special thanks to Visual Communications for being the home of the Potluck Podcast Studios where we are recording. Uh, learn more about them at bcmedia.org. Khan, is there any place where we can follow you? Yeah, um, Twitter and Instagram is Hanonymous, H-A-N-H-O-N-Y-O-M-O-U-S. And um, my writing is at IndieWire.com. 
Yeah. And thanks again to Paul Date for use of his song Invisible World for our intro and outro. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fresh Creatives, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. We're still here, and we're going strong. It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app.